Welcome in on another Fanatics podcast. I'm Christian and I'm here with Freddie. We are now six episodes deep and we are basically what? Second round? Almost. Almost second really round of the playoffs. Second round after fucking NBA bubble playoffs, like, you know, postponing because of the Black Lives Matter um, movement continuing again. Well, not, it never stopped, but, you know, kind of picked up steam a little bit more. Um, but we're going to be talking about the current playoff situation with most of the teams and later we're going to also give you guys a little surprise on what we're going to expect for the next episode so thank you we want to thank our sponsors for this episode the Taquache pub if you guys don't know what that is you guys might find that out if you guys do your research or we'll just post it whatever anyways we're gonna go ahead and uh i don't know what'd you think about the first round so far it's been interesting um a couple sweeps and a couple closer games like the um, mavericks um clipper game closer than i thought it would be what's what's uh what i don't know what do you just what do you think do you think like the east has been kind of disappointing or did you kind of expect the east to be i think the east first round was obviously going to be everybody knew who was going to win yeah um but this next one's going to be a little more interesting i think i think so too i mean i what do you what do you think about the Bucks? They're the only team that didn't sweep in the East. I think it was a mistake, honestly. You think they just kind of gave up that first game? I mean, I think um, you know the bubble is in. Um, you're not, you're not yeah. If you're the if you're the Bucks, are you worried about about Miami? Not necessarily. But I mean, you're the you I mean number one seed, best team in the league. You got Giannis, the defensive player of the year, and I think he probably won MVP. It's a lot of pressure for them, yeah. A lot of pressure on Giannis, honestly. He was pretty close last, no. Last year? Yeah, they, yeah last year they were against the Raptors. Yeah, they lost. Yeah, was it? they, lost, but yeah, it yeah, they did. They, they did. won They won two games and then lost four in a row, no? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see if they if um, his co-star Middleton can step up and um, bring it home because Giannis can't do it all. No, I don't. But we'll bring we'll talk we'll, we'll talk more about them later though. Um, Let's go back to the series that just ended, the Lakers and Blazers. Blazers, were you impressed? Were you impressed with, like with uh with the series, <coughs> with how it ended? Um, disappointed how it ended with um their injuries. I wish we would have had a healthy McCollum. I know he's struggling with a fractured back. Mm-hmm. We don't know the severity of the injury, but he um obviously in some discomfort and then dame got his <coughs> sorry his um finger dislocated and his knee he tweaked his knee right he strained his knee mm-hmm. and also zach collins didn't go back it was just an unfortunate event for them that they couldn't get healthy for us all right so considering let's say okay let's say hypothetically they're all healthy everyone in the blazers is healthy and lakers are at full strength they got rondo and they have avery bradley Different outcome, same outcome. What do you see different? I don't know because they also don't have um Ariza or Hood. Oh, I forgot about yeah, Hood. Hood. Yeah. So I don't I know. Her. I think it'd be a pretty, a pretty. Does it intense. go seven? Huh? Or does, does it go seven or does it stay at uh, what it was five? Was that five? I think it goes to like six, maybe seven. Six. Um, because their guards are their their guards are way better than our guards, offensively. Mm-hmm. But we also have the freaking nature LeBron and AD. That I don't see. I mean, AD got what he wanted around the Blazers' bigs, you know? 
I think that kind of, honestly, I was thinking about it and I was looking at it more and more. Zach Collins isn't that great. I mean, he's not going to make the difference. He's not a, he's not an AD's, AD stopper, but he's more mobile than, I don't know. I think he's the most mobile big guy that they have. Hey, he's mm-hmm. un, he's offensively better than, than Hassan. Yeah, for Hassan, for sure. Even though Hassan's Nur- like. Nurkic, I don't know. Okay, Hassan, overrated? Yes or no? I don't, I mean, I'm, I've always known what he was. A rim protector, rebounder. That's literally all he brings to the table. Okay. And so. he's a rim protector on the fact that he can block guards and stuff like that, that kind of way. Like, and yeah, he can post up, he can stop like traditional big men, like say, um, like a Jokic. I mean, I mean, Jokic can stretch the floor too, but I mean, like, I don't know. AD's like a weird power forward that's kind of like. He's basically a Tim Duncan, just, uh, I don't know, a little bit. I don't want to say better because Tim Duncan is, I want to say he's like the best power forward. Mm hmm. But I feel like offensively, he can, he has the tools to be better. Yes, yes, yes. he's uh, stronger, I believe, and has a better shot than him. More athleticism. But Timmy had that hook down, you know? <laughs> he had that hook and that bank shot. Bank yeah. was always open for yeah, him, no, even him. on Sundays. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, Anthony Davis could be a crazy force in the league if he's more assertive. He needs more dog in him, and I'm going to stand by that. Do you feel better about the Lakers now? Or do you think... Uh, I don't know because they, it, I don't know. I they, they can't, it wasn't really a big challenge. The Blazers, yeah. honestly, no disrespect to the Blazers. The next one, if we play um, the Rockets, I think the Rockets a better matchup than, than Thunder. You say? Um, I think I don't know. I think they're both good matchups, but I think they're both bad matchups for us. Like what? That they'll, they'll, they'll. I think that their guard play. I mean. We obviously struggle at guard. I think our guard play like it doesn't doesn't fit well. I would have much rather played obviously Utah. No, yeah, no, for sure. No, no. Um, I thought you meant like I um, think Denver to an even like lesser extent. I think Denver would be a better a better matchup because I feel like the Lakers are like the elephant and they're like the mice. Elephants, the elephant is afraid of the mice, and like I don't know, they're quicker. They, they get around more. Um. I feel like we should, yeah, Lakers struggled against the Thunder. Yeah, they did, actually. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, during, but, um, during the regular season. We struggled against the Blazers in the regular season, too. They beat us about, like, 40. What, do, you, do you have the season, the series, or no? No, but it was um right after Kobe's death, I remember, in December. Oh, they destroyed yeah, yeah, yeah. us. They, they destroyed they us. I think Dame dropped, like, 58. Yeah, that's when Dame was going out of his mind. And I think we were all healthy, really? too. We were healthy, too, and we just... Maybe we were emotionally not there, but yeah, they 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 took us. Yeah, that was a time when we were losing a lot of games. We lost to the Sixers by like twenty two. That was a that, that was a pre All Star, right? Yeah, before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really. I don't know. I wasn't really impressed too much with the series. I wanted more. I would have wished Dame was healthy. I would have. I mean, even though I'm happy that they closed it out in five games to get more rest, I kind of would have liked a little bit more on like Denver. I mean, not Denver. Um, Portland, but. What do you see Portland do next year? Do, are they going to be higher seed? Do they trade Hassan Whiteside? Do they keep Melo? Um, it depends if Melo wants to stay. Honestly, he said he thinks he found a home there, so really? I could see him staying there, or he can go somewhere else to another con- um I, a more um stacked contender to try to get his ring. But I don't know what he w- maybe somewhere he thinks he could fit in. Well, you know what blows my mind? Hmm. 
What blows my mind is that Lakers signed Jared Dudley, who literally doesn't even freaking play at all. He averages about 20 yeah, claps a I game. I would have loved Melo over, over Dudley. No yeah. no disrespect to Dudley. He's amazing on social media and a great clapper. No, yeah. <laughs> He's a great, awesome clapper. A great teammate. I'm not going to take that away from him, but Melo mm-hmm. has shown that he can shoot the three-point. He can create his own shot. Isn't that why we signed the J.R. Smith and yeah. he hasn't done shit, really? Dion uh, Waiters is still kind of like teeter-tottering. I don't know. Yeah, but um, one other thing. Do you know that the Lakers tried to trade for Damian Lillard before we last, got Anthony David? Yep. Yeah. That would have oh, been kind of crazy, too. I would have loved that. I don't know. I mean. I don't know. I think I would have. You put. you put. I think Dame's amazing, but to fit LeBron's pay, play style, I think AD's better because Dame kind of needs the ball in his hand more than Anthony Davis does. But Dame can also play off ball, too. He can, but he's we've only seen him as the on-ball guy, you know? Like, that's why him and CJ kind of don't. Match well sometimes because they both like the ball. They do, but imagine him being kind of like a running off screens, and then LeBron's not having to handle that much. You it'd, be, it'd be it'd be amazing, but he'll um, basically have like a Kyrie, like what he had with the Cavs. But I kind of like this more than you see. If it's if it's down to the last shot, I like Kyrie. But if it's for a whole game, forty eight minutes, I like Dame. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So let's switch it to the other series in the West, the basement team, the Clippers. Basement, the cross crosstown uh, annoying freaking little rivals that they want to pretend that they own LA, but they really don't. Never will. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. Um. So Luca got. I mean, he's been getting like really uh, chippy with the refs the whole entire series. They he complains a lot. Honestly, he became like the new Harden. Yeah, I mean, I which is ironic because I feel like they have similar play styles. <laughs> um, what do you think? A fully a fully healthy Mavs team would give the Clippers more trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think KP if he if he's not hurt, I think Luca if he's if he's hundred percent. Yeah, because he was playing on that bum makes, ankle. Yeah, I think it makes a difference. The um, probably take it to seven games. I would say with the chance with the fight with the puncher's chance of knocking them out with the seventh game. Mm-hmm. But I would still have Mavs favor just because overall, like their team, you got to look at it too. They didn't have Pat Bev. Pat Bev isn't an all star. You said the Mavs. I mean Clips. Clips didn't have um, Pat Bev, so he's a defense. Yeah, he he'll he'll bother Luca. Like he, he he might not always like um, you know shoot the ball well or I don't know, which is I don't know. Kind of who's the badass in the team? Pat Bev or more or Morris? The badass? Yeah, like yeah, who's who do you say is like the the bigger agitator? Beverly, for sure. Bev? Yeah. Mm. Beverly yeah, is that. in everybody's face all the time for so no was, reason. So was Marcus Morris. But, I mean, like, I don't see him jawing like you, Beverly. Okay. Beverly just looks funny because, he look, like, he's he's tall. Obviously, he's 6-something or 6'1", right? But he looks like a little kid out there fucking barking at everybody. Top five agitators right now. In the league? In the league. Shit, you caught me on the spot. Um, Beverly, Westbrook. Uh, I feel like Jimmy. Jimmy can get into people's skin. Dude, he like trucked freaking uh, Lowry. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, if you fuck with me, you or you fuck with my team, I'm gonna fuck yeah. with you. You know? Um, Beverly. That's, that's Her- Harold's kind of in there too. Her- Clip- Clippers got a lot of dogs. No, they got a lot of dogs. Um, shit. I feel like there's a couple more. Smart. Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart and Draymond Green. My bad, Draymond Green. Draymond, Draymond Green talks so much. Talks a lot of shit. Yeah. Can't really back it up with them. Quadruple singles, mm-hmm. but you know who's actually been quietly scrappy and talking shit on the Mavs? Who? Seth Curry. Really? To Paul George. Ooh. Little things here and there, little pushes, Dude, little I don't know shit why. talking. It's 
pretty good. It was a, it was funny. Considering that the Lakers, I mean, obviously, I Lakers, I'm going to pair them with every freaking player that I like. But wh- they need a shooter. Why did they not freaking go for Seth? They couldn't, bro. They were waiting for a fucking stupid-ass Kawhi's decision, and it screwed us this year. Next year, it's going to be different. If AD stays, our team will be even better next year because we're going to be able to sign some good free agents. I'm going to put you on the spot again. All right, what? Kuz or Seth? Kuz or Seth? Like, who would I rather have? Yeah, right now. Right now? On the, on the Lakers squad. On the Lakers squad right now, I still take Kuz. You take Kuz over Seth? Yeah. Seth, I, I mean, Seth can, he comes and goes too, just like Kuzma. And I feel like Kuzma can play a little better defense than Seth. He's just taller. Not saying Kuzma's a lockdown, but. um, Six men off the bench, though. Six men off the bench, what do you mean? Like, because, I mean, Kuz, Kuz is coming off the bench. Yeah, he's coming off the bench, but I, I'm, I prefer Kuz over Seth. Kuz, okay, fair uh, fair enough. Honestly, just because of those things, like, yeah. I mean, defensively, because, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, Seth is, li- is kind of like a little cook. We already have a cook. But I'd rather have him than cook. Oh, yeah, no, for which, sure. Which is funny, because I think they both play together in college in Duke. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay. Um, Marcus Morris, I wasn't really... Uh, tripping about so much because i mean he's he is what he is he's that guy he's done it like over the years he's the agitator he's the aggressor so yeah the, the play was a little dirty but i mean coming from someone who plays with aggression too was it dirty though he hit the ball he hit the ball i mean throughout the, the series throughout, throughout the, the series no no throughout, I, throughout the series but, i mean but he has I, that track record that that hurts him it's not something i'm, I'm gonna hold against him though because that's you know that's why you sign someone like marcus morris because you want someone who can score the ball who can uh you know, be the agitator and throw another big body at the best player. I mean, he, they got him for LeBron too. Like he's that's his job. That's why they're paying him. So I don't mm-hmm. really have like too much of a problem. Luca's just kind of had to fucking grow up, to be honest. Luca in the next couple of years, future MVP. Yep. Yeah, I believe. Him so or Giannis? Too. Huh? Him or Giannis? Who's gonna have more MVPs? Him or Giannis? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Shit, it's hard to say. I feel like I feel like Giannis. He already has gonna have two, and Giannis is gonna be crazy good for the. I mean, it no. depends. If Giannis goes to a super team, then it's he can kiss all the MVPs goodbye. Okay, but Giannis four MVPs, same amount that LeBron has won, um, plus or minus. What are you gonna take the over or the under? Um, the under. The under. Mm-hmm. Luca four over under. Under, I feel like MVPs. I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be hard. Like, I feel I like think, they, no, yeah, it's I a th- lot. It's all harder now for people to get MVPs. Like, I think what it is too is that a lot of media members they vote on the fresh and the new, mm-hmm. the new kind of guys, the new toy. Yeah, they, because realistically, you look at it. LeBron should have been one. He should have way more than four MVPs. Mm-hmm. You know, Steph. He played well. That um, when he broke the record, he deserved the MVP. That one I don't have a problem with. Unanimous, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, unanimous. Oh, yeah, but sure. the one before that, I mean, you could have made you could have made a debate for it. Mm-hmm. That he probably didn't deserve it. Um, but then you could also make that debate for Steve Nash winning it like over what fifteen years ago when you had someone like Kobe who went off. But yeah, I, I feel like they need to be. It all be, depends on like how bad. Uh, I feel like if your team isn't like a stacked team, and you're like willing your team to like, like the Bucks, it's Giannis and Middleton. Mm-hmm. Middleton, I wouldn't say is a superstar. I'd say all-star. He's a borderline star. Yes. And then LeBron's with another high all-star, almost superstar as Anthony Davis. I think Anthony's a superstar. Yeah, and it hurts his case for MVP Mm because AD was balling too. Yeah. 
And then it, it's all like that. Like when KD and Steph were together, they were having great years. I mean, but K- they get overlooked right away because they're if already you think together. Of it, when I think Harden won the MVP, him and Steph, ba- uh, and Steph basically had similar numbers. And Seth was playing behind KD. But because, you know... James was doing the thing he was the things he was doing. He was hitting the step backs, dribble, mm-hmm. being and unstoppable. He, the one player on that team, the focal point, mm-hmm. he got more. He got more praise. I don't know. I always thought that that's the MVP how it goes. Has to have. Um, they need to have like a better definition of what of what the MVP actually means. What's what is what do you think value is? Is I the value the best team or is the value like the player that's doing the most for that specific team to get them to that point? Mm-hmm. The second thing. Player, the player that's willing the team. Like, if that player's not there, the team is nothing. Yeah. And my, my thing is, I've always said, I think that for the MVP, they need to have separate awards. One for MVP and one for the actual best player in the league. Because I think that you can be the most valuable player in the league, but not necessarily the best player in the league. But it's hard to say who the best player in the league is. LeBron or Giannis Kawhi. MVP, we're going to pick. You're going to pick one of them three. Yeah, it's, but... It's on, it's on value. You probably pick... But how would why would you say LeBron's okay? Why would you say Giannis is better than LeBron? And why would you say LeBron's better than Giannis? Kawhi is better than you know? Like I okay, so so cool. I think they're just all top three right now, like pretty so close. Giannis, my case for him, I think value because without him and that Bucks team, it falls apart. You now, can say the same thing with LeBron without the Ka- Kawhi. You take Kawhi out, they're still gonna stay afloat. Mm-hmm. So I think like when you compare them two, mm-hmm. value, Giannis, Giannis has yeah. more value. Uh-huh. LeBron and Giannis. You take Giannis out, they still have the firepower to still to be more competitive. Now, you take LeBron out, and you only have AD. Now, they're going to be much worse than the other two teams. And that's where I think, you know, that's where I think value and best player st- stands out. Are you mm-hmm. going to lift the team more? Or are you just that great of a player? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You put them one-on-one, who's the best player? You're not going to say Harden's better than LeBron or Giannis. Mm-mm. Harden's great, don't get me wrong. He's a valuable player, but he's not better than those three. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, since we brought up Harden, we're going to go. We're, since we brought him up, now we're going to go to actually the closeout series starting with Thunder and Rockets. Okay. So Russ finally came back, and we saw that the Rockets just demolished the Thunder. Wasn't it by like 30? By about. What do you. like 30, I think. So. Is this what you would expect for the next closeout game? You think that they're going to run the freaking score again or Thunder going to be making more, more competitive? What, what do you think? It depends on the three ball for the Rockets. If the Rockets can hit key, can hit consistently, they're going to win. But you know their threes go away all the time too. So I feel like the Thunder are going to get scrappy. Yeah, I think that. So I think Thunder will try to have a better game plan. Uh, Thunder always find these weird players that somehow play some good defense, but don't know how to fucking shoot. Mm-hmm. Like Luke Dort. Remember Luke Dort? You know who he, who he reminds me of? Literally, like oh. freaking mirror image. Not like an image, but like play, like how he plays. Andre Roberson. He can play defense, but he can't shoot the ball to save his freaking life. Mm-hmm. And they already have one of those. Yeah. <laughs> now they got two of them, and he went. I think he took like seven, eight shots in that first quarter, missed all of them from the three. Why? I mean, like they say, sh- you gotta shoot your way out of the, your misses. You are, but he's never been—he's never been known as a great shooter before. Mm-hmm. And like you—he's some of the shots that he took, and I would think I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and um, Ryan Russillo talked about it. There was like a bunch of shots, and I looked back and I actually saw, it and it was true. 
bunch of shots that he took were with the shot clock with 15 seconds remaining or more. Mm-hmm. About. So he had a chance to make a different play instead of shooting. Exactly. Shot too soon so into yeah. the shot clock. MVP of the series. Who do, you, who do you got? MVP of the series? So far. So far. Who, who's MVP of the series so far? Has to be Harden, I think. Really? Yeah. I got someone else. What do you got? Dort. Oh, the Rockets. Right. Huh. <laughs> I got Dort. <laughs> Elaborate. Okay. He's shooting so bad and they're leaving him open that that's literally what's having them kind of like, that's helping him win the game. You're having Harden average 32 points, right? Uh-huh. Luke Dort, wasn't, weren't they saying like he was like the James Harden stopper like the first two games? Yeah. So Harden's averaging 32 points, 35 from three, seven rebounds, eight assists. Mm-hmm. Okay, now you have Luke Dort. Who? What is he? Okay, how is he stopping him? He's not. He's not making shots. He's hurting him. And then, fucking, you got what? Uh, CP3 Schroeder and Shea Gildress Alexander. So on points, they're ranked 19, 23, and 32 respectively. Um, and. <laughs> They have 20 points a game, 19 points a game, 17 points a game, respectively. Basically, you have SGH and Schroeder averaging the same amount of points as Harden is by himself, not even Russ. And you're not getting any support. Danilo's freaking averaging 15 points. So, all these guys are, are being double teamed and guarded. You're leaving Luke Dort out in the corner wide freaking open. Mm-hmm. He's the MVP of the freaking series for the Rockets. He's, he's, he's playing so bad <laughs> that he's helping them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. And, I mean, Jeff Green, I mean, and then Jeff Green's freaking playing like freaking lights out, 47% from three. Oh, yeah, he's hitting. He's hitting. He's, he's got that green. He's hitting that green. <laughs> Anyone that plays 2K, you guys know what that means. So, what what's the benefit of Russ's return? Benefit? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he benefited from, obviously, the postponement. No, what's his benefits? Uh, benefit Like, what's the Rockets' benefits, having him back? Oh, having him back. Yeah. So, having him back, so... What does that open up? What does that help hit the overall game of the Rockets? I mean, every time I watch the Rockets, it's always the same thing. Harding can go off. He can do He can do everything. Once it gets down to, like, you know, the last part of the game, if they have a short lead, some of these guys kind of burn out, and it gets a little shaky. I love Russ on this team because he always has that energy to keep going and to keep the momentum up. So when James Harden needs a break or he doesn't, he, he's just not like feeling it that last portion, he he steps up. So I feel like that's where the Rockets really benefit. And he's also a really great offensive rebounder. So yeah, so Russ brings, you know, he has that constant energy. I, um, one thing I kind of noticed is when P.J. Tucker got ejected, they did not throw the ball at Steven Adams. Seven-footer, they don't have anyone down in the paint. Um I think Steven Adams, if they use them more, they can they can really push it to a game seven. Yeah, I think they can. But I think with Russ, it just makes things a lot harder for uh, for these guys because now you're gonna have CP3, SGA, and Schroeder trying to guard both of these guys. Meaning, you got three of these guys out. Schroeder, I don't think Schroeder could stay in front of them. Mm-hmm. CP can kind of stay in front of Russ maybe a little bit, but Russ is just too explosive and too too good of an athlete. Mm-hmm. So I think it's gonna him being back. You're gonna probably see one of one or two of the of these guys like their numbers are gonna drop because obviously Russ is gonna play defense. He ain't gonna just let them shoot. No, for sure, like crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's what I think, and I think Rockets ultimately are gonna take the series. Yeah, and then the Rockets are gonna have to play ultimately the Lakers, and 
We'll see what the Lakers do to slow down James Harden. Yep. Okay, so next next closeout game, and this one was probably the most, probably, yeah, the most entertaining series in the first round by far, in my opinion. You got Utah and Denver. Utah was up 3-1, to one, like the Warriors were a couple years ago. Are they going to blow a 3-1 lead? What do you think? Utah is going to blow the lead. The Nuggets are going to come and win the game. The Jazz don't have enough help for Mitchell. I feel like they're going to lose this series and um, Gobert is getting traded. Gobert traded? Yep. Who? Do you have a team? Top of your head? Mm, not on top of my head, but I feel like he's going to get traded for something. <laughs> Would you trade him for a, a Gobert for uh, Gordon Hayward? Get Gordon Hayward back? Give him a center? I don't think that'll work, <laughs> but... I mean, it's not crazy. You have you give Celtics the center, they still have, like, Brown, Tatum. Hayward um, is really good friends with the coach. So, yeah. I can... I don't know. I don't see that. So and going back to the team he left? I don't know. But anyways... Jamal Murray went off for another fifty-point game. Does he, so any he he wants that he wants to advance. I feel like he wants it. He's just been balling. He so so did these past three games. He scored I think fifty, forty-four, and fifty. Do now how does that change your opinion on him? Because I was already sold on Jamal. I told you Jamal is a a great point guard. I told you that. Okay. So it's in the records on the podcast. So it's on the records. I, it's on you. I feel like you still don't believe in that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. You know, don't get me wrong. Jamal, I think it's I think okay, I'm gonna give him a little more credit than I than I gave him before. Okay, he's he has the potential to be really good and to probably be I don't wanna go as far as saying number one on uh, to leave no, the team. Solid two though. I would say solid two. I think he can be even a one A. Kinda like um you know, not like kind of not not the best player, but it's like you're almost there. You're you're basically there, but you but it's like you you know point guards very rarely are going to be viewed if you know as the best player on a championship winning team. Only mm. a few occasions, um, but I still I would still take Donovan though. Yeah. I still take Donovan. Donovan's averaging thirty nine points a game basically, and you have Jamal averaging thirty four considering those last three games, which is why I'm not getting super like high on the on those last three games because. Through the whole through the series, you see Donovan being consistent, having a score because he has to. Jamal Murray, yeah, he last three games he played excellent, he but he had to though. He had to, but going into the series, who were the marquee? Who would you say was the marquee? Um, like let's say before before we knew anything, Denver against Jazz. Who who was Denver's um, number one option? Jokic. Jokic, right? Yep. Utah. Mitchell. Mitchell. So. My point being, Jokic is, is the main guy on the team. Most people view it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of attention is going to go on him. If Jamal Murray doesn't doesn't perform, dude, that team is loaded. They still have Gary Harris who returned. So he's a good two-way player. He played like shit the last game he came back, though. He played like shit first game back. I don't. I think he'll, I think he'll bounce back and play a little bit better the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Jeremy Grant played fr- freaking – he scored 18 points, 4-7 from the three. So – I think they shot like almost fifty percent from the three Denver team. So any team that's gonna shoot that high from the three, like if you're not matching them from the three point line, then you're kind of screwed. This is exactly why I said Denver will beat the Jazz. The Jazz don't have enough to help Mitchell. Oh yeah, I mean theoretically, yeah, Denver should beat them. 
They should have beat them. They, 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 they should have never been down 3 1. It, it shouldn't even have gone to a game seven. I think game they should have uh, closed this out game six. If I, you know, I think going back, that's what I kind of had them game six or game seven. Uh, yeah, I can't I think remember. it was game six. I don't know. But so Mitchell averaging 39 points and Jamal Murray is shooting crazy from the three, right? Mm hmm. So and you, you not turning the ball over that you, much you either. Say, you say he's he's a better a three point shooter than than Mitchell, right? Uh, I wouldn't say better. I feel like they're about the same, honestly. I don't know because okay. um, Mitchell has done it more consistently for a while uh-huh. than Murray, but Murray has always been like Murray never shoots a lot. He's never been the guy to take thirty shots, forty shots. Okay, and Mitchell is that guy to throw that many shots up. And I feel like right now Jamal's doing it because he kind of has to and keep his team alive. And he's been shooting great. Great. I didn't expect him to shoot that good. But he's never ever wanted to shoot like Mitchell has had to. And I agree with you on mm-hmm. that. Mitchell has to. Murray hasn't. But when he needs to, he can't. He's been coming up clutch in these fourth quarters. Okay. So I'm going to throw some stats at you. Okay. So Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. in the bubble, he is leading. He's actually tied. Leading for the most three pointers made. Okay. Did you know that? No. Guess what his percentage is without looking. His percentage from three? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you what do you think he's shooting from three? Mm, I'd say a good forty nine percent. Fifty five point four. Okay. And he on fifty six shot attempts. On fifty six. On fifty six. Okay. Jamal Murray. Where where do you think he ranks on uh, on percentage of makes? Jamal Murray. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't think he's that high. So he's actually tied with Donovan with 31 pointer, three pointers made. Tied? Tied. Uh huh. With two less attempts, shooting at a 57 clip. So he's shooting better. So he's shooting better with two less shot attempts. I wouldn't have expected that. And huh. he ranks fourth in three point percentage. And um, Spidey, he ranks seventh. Uh huh. See, I would say. I'd agree with. I feel. I mean, I'm surprised. Um, Mitchell has only shot two more, two more, right? Two more yeah, threes. Yeah, just two more threes. I'm surprised because I, like I told you, Jamal has been more of a, more, he's been more of a three point shooter than, than, a, than someone attacking the basket like Mitchell. Yeah. But I feel like Mitchell shoots more threes than Murray would do. I feel like if it wasn't such a close series, like say regular season, mm-hmm. I don't know what the regular season stats are. I bet you Mitchell has way more threes than Murray. No, I, I probably agree with that, too. But I feel like, like I said, Murray's never needed to or wanted to. They were the sec- third, third, second seed at all times this whole season. They were first, I think, at one point. They were, they cruised. They, they, yeah, I mean, you they think were just afloat. And then now they're, it, like, in jeopardy. And Murray's like, oh, fuck, I have to step up. Yeah, well, you think of it, um, Donovan's a, th- he, you know, he has to shoot. He's a scorer. And they had Bogdanovich. Uh, he, he was their other shooter. Gobert is not going to shoot. Their power is not going to shoot. Ingles is another shooter, but he's like a 35%. You know, you throw it out to him, he'll probably make it. He'll, he'll make you pay. Conley wasn't a great shooter, which I'm going to get to Conley next. So, Conley, do you know where he ranks in three-point percentages for the playoffs right now? I'm pretty high, I believe, because he came back after his baby, and he was he, he was balling. He's number two. Makes sense. Number two was 60% from the three. This is what blows my mind. But so how, many, how many threes it is, though? Threes, uh, I think it was like... Probably in the twenties. He's attempts. made or attempt. Uh, yeah, attempts. I feel like I feel yeah. like it's low. Yeah, because that's that's where this doesn't make sense. Because it, you look at this and you have Donovan Mitchell averaging thirty nine points, Jamal Murray averaging thirty four. Okay, Jokic is averaging twenty six points a game. 
Now, the number two for the Jazz is Gobert, averaging 16 and a half. Mm-hmm. That's like so, a, that's so 10 yeah. points. Exactly. So, yeah, that's you. So, it's like even if Jamal doesn't have a 30 something piece, you still have Jokic putting up numbers. You still have Jokic hitting it from the three. You know, Jokic has the third most, um, I think, yeah, he I think he has like the third or fourth most attempts from the three. In the. Or made from the three. So, he's made 20. Yeah, he's made. 23 pointers mm-hmm. so far and i think the the next highest so i think it's yeah um you have donovan and and Mi- yeah, donovan Conley and, and murray they have 20 they have 31 three pointers made mm-hmm. person after that james harden 21 person after that fourth on the list is Jokic with 23 is made is you know why because they're not closing out on him go bears cool. getting on yep. the switch mm-hmm. and then he's getting caught Every time he, won, he pretty much sealed the game. Yeah. I think the last game with the three or two games ago. Yeah, he, he sealed it, and yeah, then Go, Gobert got, got upset, and I think uh, they called the timeout. Conley had to talk to him. He got pissed. He kicked the chair, and as soon as he kicked the chair, I'm like, "You are out of here. You're not using." I mean, Mitchell Mitchell was mad too and throwing a temper tantrum as well. I mean, Mitchell's been do- carrying the freaking team. Gobert is like not even. He's looking pedestrian out there against Jokic. With Jokic. Jokic is a better player, though. He, he's a better player. Bruce Hart has him. He had him ranked third or fourth on his MVP, which I don't. I don't know how the fuck you have that going on, that high. But still, though, you have him as the third candidate of Defensive Player of the Year, and you're telling me you basically turned to a bit pedestrian against Jokic, who's very crafty but not that athletic. No, not that athletic. So that's just I don't know. I I think stretching the floor hurts Gobert a lot. It, it does. It, it it hurts him significantly and. You know, I say all this because Donovan really has to carry that team. For them to be in this position, it's literally just been him with, like, some performances of, like, some of these guys helping him out. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, like I said. Denver, Denver going to go win it all. You think so, too? Yeah, I, I got Denver. Yeah, I mean, it, it's as a it, team. They should have won a long time ago as a team. But they're waking up, and hopefully, I want Denver to play the Clippers instead of the Jazz playing the Clippers. Yeah, personally, I but I want a better matchup. We'll see. We'll see. I think Denver is going to close it out. I think Utah messed up. They had to try to win one of these games. The, close out these games. They had they've had two shots to close it out now. I, I thought. I think if it if there was a game that they needed to win, it was last night's game against um, against Denver. I think now with Denver having the momentum. They're going to probably focus on, on Murray, and I think the next game, Murray will probably go for 20-something points, but you're going to see a bigger game from probably Jokic and MPJ. Jokic dropping 30, and MPJ and MPJ is dropping 25, at least. The, at least in the 20s. You have that. You drop you drop Murray down 10 points. I think that's still good enough to win. Mm-hmm. I, it's tough for, for uh, Utah to compete with that. Okay, well they're gonna do a new segment called rank them. So quick little quick little stop. We're gonna rank these players, and I'm gonna throw one more in there that I don't have, um, just out of because he kind of fits in the same category with them. So I got Spidey Mitchell, Murray, Harden, Luca, Tatum, and Booker. Rank them. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six players. Rank them one through six. In what regard? In who you would take for to start a team. Just to join ju- the team. Ju- just, you know, um, how you would rank them and how good they are and where, you know, just individually as, t- as talents. 
Individually as talents? As talents. Like, if you were to start a team, obviously you're going to take the best player. Okay. Um, To start a team, I think I'd go with Luka. Luka? Yeah. You would it's, it's hard between Luka and Tatum, but I think I'd go Luka. So, so, so Tatum's your number two then? Yeah, Tatum number two. Over Harden? Yeah. Over And you're going to take Tatum over Harden? Yes. Okay. And then I'd even That's take Booker take. over tar- Harden as well. Booker over Harden? And then i take Harden, then Murray, then Mitchell. So, by you putting Harden in three, do you think that... I put him in four. Or four, do you think Luka, Tatum, and Booker are going to have better careers when it's all said and done? Mm. Or do you think that with the team that you're making, that their play style just fits better? Yeah, I think their play style fits better. I feel like Harden is... Harden is a great player, but I'd prefer those three players over Harden. So, if you were to have... Okay, now I'm going to make this a little more interesting. So let's say you have AD. Mm-hmm. You pair him with any of these guys. Does your ranking change? Yeah, um, just AD, right? Just just Anthony Davis? Yeah, let's say he's your number two or your, or, your, or, your, or the... Number one or number two, right? co-star. Yeah, co-star. Co-star. With Anthony Davis? Mm-hmm. Like a big... Does it change? A good big. I think I'd go Luka, Booker, Tatum, Harden, Murray, Mitchell. Booker would go over Tatum just because Booker is a two guard. And Tatum is kind of like a small power, a small forward and a power. But I think Luka and Luka and Booker would match way better with Anthony Davis than so those you, other guys. You, you still have Harden in fourth? Yeah. You don't think he... he I, I think he might even... I think... I think he might even drop down. I think Murray would be a better compliment to... Really? Yeah, because I mean... I haven't seen Harden want to play with the big men. They got rid of their big men. They did, but I think that's bec- that's more. They I had think, Dwight I Howard. Think that has more to do with Mike D'Antoni's play style. Maybe because that's more, true. He he likes to shoot, but I think if you have a big with like Anthony Davis who can extend a little bit, he's not a knockdown three point shooter. No, but he can. He's shown that he can hit the shots. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I still. I don't know. I don't. know. To to have Harden have a great team, you need three and D players, and that's it. So basically, you put them on the on the Celtics. Mm, yeah, you take out Kemba and put Harden. <laughs> so yeah, ba- basically the yeah. Celtics. <laughs> yeah, honestly, because basically Celt- that's what he needs. Celtics that's what he heat. needs. Okay. Well, Fair how enough. would you rank them? How would I rank them? Okay, so if rank I them had just to the do best. it best, I would have to do Luca Tatum. have a hard time with this because I want to put Harden and then Booker. Harden then Booker, okay. I w- yeah, I want to put Harden then Booker. Mm-hmm. I put Donovan then Murray. I think Mur- I think Murray's not bad, but I I just personally like Donovan better. I think comparison wise, he's basically. Um, D Wade with a three point shot, and Murray. Uh, who said it? I think Rusillo also said this too. That Murray's basically Stephen Curry and Damian Lillard had a, had a baby. <laughs> yeah, and I like that better, honestly. But it, I mean, we can agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, and then if you have to pay him, pair him with Anthony Davis, do they change? Does it change? So I think if you pair him with Anthony Davis, I would put Luca one and Harden two. Harden two, huh? I think Harden's playmaking, and because 
look, he has great handle, and he might not always look to pass, but I think he does have a great instinct on passing the ball. Mm -hmm. So that's where I would have to bump him up. I'd have to bump Tatum, you know, down one, and then Booker down one, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. I think I think having like a big like AD who can shoot, kind of extend a little bit is is gonna help benefit a little more. Mm. All right. Okay, so let's talk about the closeout games. Closeout games, really quick. So we had um, Celtics against the um, who was it? Celtics against uh, Sixers. The Sixers, and they just you know dismantled them. Mm -hmm. MP looked like a broken man. See, you know, Brett Brown got fired. Um, do they trade? Do they trade one or two of the stars? Benner and Bede. I think they're going to try. And I think Simmons will be gone first. Who looked more impressive, though? Celtics or Raptors when on, on in their uh, first round? They both, Celtics. They both sweeped. Celtics? Celtics played against... Harder team. Six, Sixers, which... Harder team, but they didn't have Simmons. So how much harder... They still had Embiid. Who's who's as good as Embiid on the Nets? That's right. You got a good point. I mean, Karis LeVert did, did play amazing. Which he did, but... I kind of think Karis uh, is going to get traded, maybe. I think there's a chance. I feel like a lot of those Nets players are going to get traded. Did you trade for, him uh, star. for Bradley Beal? Uh, I think that's possible. Uh, maybe. The money's hard, but maybe. But I, I see more Oladipo. I, on, on, yeah. You th actually, I didn't even think of that. That's I liked it a lot. But first round game with the Celtics against Raptors. So Celtics, they just um, they just blew out the Raptors. Do you think this is who the Raptors are, or did they just come out rusty, or the um, Celtics is good? I don't want to. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Raptors three years ago and on. We're always a team that make the playoffs, play really good, play good the first round, I believe, and then get knocked out the second round. So is this is this just I think that they're gonna again? They might. I don't know how healthy Lowry is either. They played scared, and I feel like Boston's um, team is way defense defensively better, and it's gonna test them hard. So the Raptors, they played against a really bad team. Not a bad team. Okay, I'm not gonna give the Nets that much. I mean, they were a hurt team. They yeah, just they they, they 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 competed as well as they could considering the circumstance. Mm -hmm. But did that playoff series against them and them sweeping the Nets? It, did was that kind of like a a false perception on how this team really is? Siakam didn't play well against the Celtics. Yeah, it is. So I know we were talking about last time Siakam over PG. Mm -hmm. it, okay. Where were you at that? Where are you at with that right now? Mm. Still with Siakam? Yeah, as a running mate. Mm -hmm. Do you think they'll bounce back? The Raptors, I think they'll win one, maybe two games. But I think I feel like this series is Celtics at, min at minimum in six. I I think Celtics versus Raptors. I think this was the the series that um actually both Eastern semis, both of them. I think. Both top seeds got, you know, not screwed, but these are two teams that match up good against them. I think 
that the Raptors, if they had to choose who to play against, the Celtics or Miami, they would rather play against Miami than the Celtics. 100%. Because I think they match up better against Miami. And I think if Giannis and the Bucks had to choose against the Heat or the Celtics, they would rather have the Celtics than the Heat because the Heat's shown that they can defend and they can adjust really well. And they're very disciplined. And Celtics are good, but they're, they got Daniel Tice as their big man. And that's where I think the... Um, where they kind of get screwed is down low, not having a big body to really uh, defend Giannis or Brooke Lopez. He's playing great, like down down low. So I think when these guys are driving in, that's all going to play a factor. And the Raptors, I don't think they're going to just only win one or two games. I think they have they can still bring it to seven. You think so? Yeah, I think they can still bring the seven. I just I I like I'd like the Celtics more. I think. We're going to realize the Raptors are a nice team. Nick Nurse is a good coach, but, you know. The Celtics are just a better team, honestly. Siakam is their, is their number one, right? Mm-hmm. I think Siakam's not – he needs, like, a year or two to really to really get that um, – Under his belt uh, being yeah. number one? Yeah, I think he, he needs a couple a couple more years. And do you have uh, – who's the number two on that team? We say Van Fleet or Lowry? I don't think – I think they're, they're nice players, but I don't think – I think Lowry should be your number three. I don't think he's your number. Uh, he should be a number two on the team. Like last year, with he was he was number three because Siakam was two and Kawhi was one. I think that was perfect. Mm-hmm. So maybe they need DeRozan back. DeRozan, it goes. I don't in. know. DeRozan might be heartbroken. I don't know. He, him, and Larry love each other. They do. They do. But um, now on to the next one. We're gonna talk about is gonna be the Bucks against the Heat on the spot. What's the series going to be? On the spot. I'm going to take um, seven games. Bucks. I think that, again, this is the, this is the, the worst nightmare. They don't want to play against the Heat. Jimmy Butler's going to get under their skin somehow because he's just freaking amazing at that. He's always done it. He, j- he literally, I think a couple games before playing against uh, Indiana, that he kind of knew that that's how it was going to play out. So he started getting under TJ Warren's skin. I think he's going to do the same. I think he's going to try to get under um, Middleton's skin. Mm-hmm. Because if you had to choose, Giannis, he's, Giannis is a, he's got the attitude. He's not going to buy it. I think he can get frustrated. I think get him frustrated just like Luka. That's going to that's gonna go against him. Um, Miami in seven. Okay. Miami in seven, I can see. You see, I would not be surprised if Miami beats Milwaukee. But if I had to be honest, I would go 70% Milwaukee, 30% Miami. I say 60-40. 60-40? Yeah, um, bucks. 60 bucks, 40 Miami. But Miami, I think, is going to pull it off. Miami, I think, has it. I think the pressure on the Bucks is going to be too much for them. Okay. Well, you have Middleton averaging 15 points. Giannis is like averaging, I think, like around 30. Mm-hmm. Dragic is the number one leading scorer right now for the Heat at 22, Butler 19, Bam 15. You got them three. You got them three over Giannis, Middleton, and, Bel- and Bledsoe. Um, points wise? So, not points wise, but let's say matchup. Matchup? Okay. Because you have those three 
Rockets is gonna have the matchup against uh, Bledsoe. Bledsoe, and Butler's gonna probably take on. Um, I don't. I don't think he'll probably. He's gonna take on Middleton. You think so? I think he'll take on Middleton, and I think Bam will take on Giannis. Real quick, what's the starting five for Miami? Starting five, I think you have Dragic, Duncan Robinson, um, Butler. Bam is your um, power. He's your. I think he's a, he's center. And who's four? Four. I can't really remember who's their four. Huh. I feel like Jimmy ain't gonna guard either of them unless he like he'll do it at the end of the game, but not during the game. Well, I mean, of course, in the end of the game, he has to. Yeah. It's kind of like a. But Jimmy is a great defender too. Jimmy is. He's a great defender. I, just I think the bench of Miami is gonna be trouble for the Bucks. Oh, okay. So we have so this was their starting lineup for the last game. So for last game, they had Drogic, Duncan Robinson, um, Jay Crowder, Butler, and Bam. Jay Crowder will be on Middleton. I, I can see them going on and off. Him I mean, and Jimmy. Him, yeah. I'm going on and off. And then you have Iguodala coming off the bench. Another guy that can slow down Middleton or Giannis. He can slow him down. He's that vet. Mm-hmm. You have Kendrick Nunn. He's not playing a whole lot. Their bench is deep. He, you have a Tyler Hero. Three-point sniper. Three-pointer. And who, I mean, beginning of the season, he showed that he can really, like, you know, put the ball in the net. And mm-hmm. he can be that spark guy that you need to, like, really be careful and watch out for. But, you know, uh, against their five, that's their five. And you have Milwaukee. Their five is looking like um, you have, obviously, you know, Bledsoe at the one. Mm-hmm. And then you have. That um, one guy, I can't pronounce his name. Who? Mm, ginger looking guy. Right? Dante DiVincenzo? Yeah. Is he? I think I, he's the starting no, two guard, no? I, I think he's off the bench. Is he? Yeah. No way. I'm pretty sure he's off the bench. Damn. I was wrong then. Yeah. It was. Um, DiVincenzo, I like that guy. No, yeah, no, he's it. No, DiVincenzo, he's he's gonna be one of their future players. No, it's uh, Matthews. Matthews, he yeah. can shoot. Yeah, but Bledsoe, Matthews, Middleton, Giannis, and Brook Lopez. Mm-hmm. And considering um, Marvin Williams is still in on the bench, which not a big, you know, no one really talks about him, but he's shooting very good from the three. And honestly, that was a very good pickup from the Bucks that they got from Charlotte. Another, he was four or five from the three. You still have Corver, once another sniper, who may or may not show up. Covington, who may or may not show up. DiVincenzo. So, I mean, both teams are kind of deep, but I don't know. I think if you have Giannis, you know, playing very well and he doesn't get caught up and his emotions don't get the best of him, I think Milwaukee takes it. And, and Middleton. Middleton's a key factor. I th- Middleton and Bledsoe are the biggest factors in, in this series. I think the biggest factor in this series is Bam. For, for the Heat? Ba- yeah, if Bam can contain Giannis, contain him enough to not like let him shoot free throws or jump shots and not let him get to that rim, Miami has a great shot to take this game, even if Middleton balls. I think, I think um, yeah, so for, for the Heat, I think that their biggest key factors are going to be um, they're got they're shooters. They got yeah. they have to knock down their shots. I think if they don't knock down their shots, then you're gonna see it be a completely different game. Mm-hmm. You know, if if Duncan Robinson isn't shooting good from the three, Tyler Hero isn't shooting that good from the three. But they're pretty consistent. The, the court gets a lot smaller, and everyone has to drive. I don't know how successful you're gonna be having a six eight middle ten, uh, freaking seven foot Giannis and Brook Lopez down in the middle. 
So that's where I think they have the edge. Quick question. Huh? How old is Jimmy? Jimmy? Jimmy Butler is, I believe, 29. I feel like Jimmy's going to be going to have a crazy series. I mean, Jimmy can be that scorer. He can. And he hasn't wanted to in Miami. He, he just hasn't. Or he's 30, but still, he's he hasn't because he's more of that team player. Like, even with, uh, with the Sixers, it wasn't about him getting his point. It's like, all right, shit's about to hit the fan. Fuck it, give me the ball. I'll I'll take it from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he's and that's I, what that's what Miami's gonna need to depend on. Yeah. they're young. They're young. They need Jimmy to lead this team down. Yeah, so Drogic isn't young, but like Jimmy has I been. Drogic's got experience. So I know. That's what I'm saying. Drogic is gonna be that guy to that vocal leader to tell these young cats, hey, if they're missing, snap out of it. You're gonna miss, and you're gonna make them eventually. So keep shooting because those shooters, Robinson and um, Hero, none, all of them can fucking shoot the ball. Yeah, they can. And and what's funny to me is that Dragic, the whole entire regular season, he was off the bench. Mm-hmm. And now he's starting. Playoffs, he was a starter. The Suns gave him away for, I think, what? It was like two protected first rounds or something picks. Mm-hmm. And it's played dividends for, for the Heat. The Heat are a really interesting team because they, they kind of take people's. And then the underdog. They take and they're a great underdog in the East. You know, one one man's trash is another man's uh, treasure, and mm-hmm. that's basically that's basically the heat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I take I take Giannis and um, I take Giannis as the favorite against the Heat. I still think that the Heat have a, have a puncher's chance. I think this this semis are going to be way more interesting than the first round in the Eastern Conference. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. So hypothetically, let's say we have Celtics. Okay, no, never mind. Not, we don't know yet. Okay, semis, we already know it's going to be um, Bucks against the, uh, you know, the Bucks against the Heat and then the Celtics against the Raptors. And for the West, we have Lakers. And I'm going to say, for the sake of example, Lakers, Houston, and Clippers in Denver. East or West, w- what's more interesting on the series? Like more interesting, like, like like which one are you more interested to watch? If you were, if you had to pick unbiasedly, not picking the Lakers because we're Laker fans, what what series would you be looking at the most? Like if you're like, ooh, this one's juicy. Like right now, like first, Miami first round, Miami Bucks. You think that one's the best one? Mm-hmm. The, one the one to watch? Yep. I think ultimately the Celtics will beat the Raptors. Mm-hmm. I think. Also, another one that I think is going to be Clippers-Denver, but I think Clippers are going to edge that one out. Yeah. The Thunder and Rockets game is game six tonight, no? Game six? Yeah, not game seven. It's game oh. six. Well, I mean, still, regardless. it's it, I mean, it's still, like, an interesting series. And then game six with the Clip, th- Clippers and Mavs was good game six. It was never good. Yeah, I mean, they, they were, were good. I mean, they were all, I mean, the Lakers one was started off interesting just because they, they lost, lost that first game, game, and it looked like it was going to be fun until Stupid injuries. Ass. Chuck kind of uh, ruined it. Chuck said it was going to be a sweep. I mean, whenever you want to bet on anybody, bet your whole bank account on the opposite of what Chuck says, and you're going to win every time. Or our friend Alvaro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Wrong one. Don't worry, Alvaro. I got this. Fuck you, turtle. (laughs) Damn. But anyways, that's going to wrap up today's episode. And but next time, let's let them know what they might get a little bit of. This was a surprise that we were telling you we're going to say it for the end. So next time we're thinking of... Hold your applause, hold your applause, hold your applause. It's okay, it's okay. Let me get through it I know it you guys quick. are excited. I know. But check this out. Now, I know we've been talking about basketball a lot. And you guys are thinking, what the hell? We thought you guys were talking about more shit. Okay. So 
with football around the corner and fantasy draft around the corner, especially our draft, we're going to be looking into some fantasy football next episode that should be coming out later this week. So yeah, I, I got the second pick. And, and for the second year in a row, I got the 10th pick. Thank you to our commissioner, Ching, for those freaking rigged ass, pulling out of the hat shit. And fun fact, let us tell you this. Um, I, I, I should say this, actually, because I always call you Turtle on the podcast, and they don't know why. Christian's nickname is Turtle. We'll save that for another story on a YouTube video. But when I say Turtle, I mean Christian. He taught me how to play fantasy football. And now I can't. The first time I played, win. the first time I played fantasy football, he helped me draft my team. I won that year, lost the second year, and I've won two years in a row. I'm going for my three peat. I got the second pick, and I feel good about this. The, the whole team, my, the whole league, wants me to lose. They if, all, we all know each other. If there's any advice I can give you guys who you know who are playing fantasy football or have friends that want to play fantasy football and you guys want to teach them, word of advice: don't. Tell them your tricks and the way you draft because then what's going to happen is that they're going to fucking draft everyone who you want right before you have it because why? Because you're the 10th pick or you're always a pick right after them. Yeah, last year I think I was like 5 or 6 and Turtle was so 10 and like he and we kept taking five. each other's picks. Oh my God. Um, one, one that I remember was Josh Jacobs. I wanted him so bad. I wish he didn't get him because he's a Niner fan. So I thought I was in good... I thought I was going to get him, but Turtle jacked him for me. We did, yeah. I think we had like a freaking 15-minute uh, conversation when we were like drink, we're drinking like mimosas one time. Yeah, we were drinking mimosas for lax. They were good. They were bottomless, and they were cheap. 15-minute conversation, you're trying to convince me to trade jo- Josh Jacobs, <laughs> and I, I couldn't. I held on till the very end. I didn't even care because, honestly, and just, just to stop you, I'm not – I didn't want you to go for that – for the fucking double piece. Mm-hmm. But, but I ended it up – happened anyways. Yeah. But that's what we got for you guys next time. And we, if you guys follow us on Twitter and you guys have questions about fantasy, DM us your questions or just post at us and we'll, we'll try to help you guys out. I mean, we're pretty two pretty smart people in fantasy, and I feel like we can help you guys out. If you guys have any questions, if you guys want ideas on how to start leagues, we're going to actually um, we're gonna have our live draft, and we hopefully we'll have that video for you guys, and you'll see our, our raw reactions and everything. The whole, not everybody's going to be there that's drafting, but the majority will be. And um, we also want to do a auction draft as well. The first time ever we're doing an auction draft, that's when like you bid for players. So you're never out of the, out of a player. You can break the bank to get a player or you can play it smart and. And be cheap. And be cheap, you know. Kodo. <laughs> you, you can either be, uh, you can be like the thunder or in the, in the heat and just get the most value for your players. Or you can just say, fuck it, be like the Lakers, put all your fucking chips on two players and just throw the, roll the dice. I hope those dice roll good. I hope they're not loaded and we get in fucking trouble either. <laughs> twenty twenty, nothing else will ever surprise me. Anymore. All right, well that was episode six. Thank you guys for listening, and um, we'll be back with with some more content and some fantasy football. Peace.